You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. Hannah, it would take me 15 minutes to run through all your credentials, so uh, let's start at the beginning. <laughs> How did you get involved in your great sport? Uh, I grew up in Vermont, and I have four older brothers. So they were all into sports, and snowboarding was like their favorite. So they were like building jumps and stuff in the backyard, even a half pipe my brother built. And I was so young watching them that I was like, they're the coolest. And I always wanted to be like them, and that's what made me learn so fast was trying to like keep up with them on the slopes. Because they ditched me if I didn't, so I had to learn quick, and I did, and I was pro at, you know, 15 years old. Wow. Now, was skateboarding a part of the process of, yep. of kind of jumping into it? Yeah, we'd go to the skate park, and my bros would all, like, leave, and I'd just be there, you know, skateboarding by myself all day, right. but I, I, got, I just learned so fast. A lot of talk here at the Super Bowl about how Tom Brady's diet has been the key <laughs> to his excellence. He's 40 years it. old. He's playing. Barry did at 28. Doing some research on you. It seems like the vegan approach really has paid dividends. When did you make that change? Well, that was a while ago. Okay. Was, well, again, you can't trust everything you like, read on Wikipedia here. So like give us the backstory. Years. No, a diet is definitely, like, more important than people would think. It, like, obviously what you put in your body is the fuel you're going to get. So, I mean, I'm really strict with food. And I was vegetarian for three years. Um... And I think it's important, and he's definitely, you know, I should. Everyone should give him credit for putting that out there because everyone, it's easy to forget like that part. Right. Um, when you start drawing connections to football, because obviously we're here at the Super Bowl, but yet you're obviously a snowboarder. Yes. The base of the quarterback. Let's talk about the quarterback. It has to be really strong and, and stationary to where wherever you want to throw the football your legs are going to help you get to that level or get to that place. How do you connect that to snowboarding in a sense of making sure your base is good, balance and all that good stuff? Because if you're not balanced, oh yeah, you have a few flops. Right, yeah. I was one of the only kids growing up that worked out besides snowboarding. My friends would be like, what, you're going to go to the gym for snowboarding? I'm like, well, every you need every advantage you can get. <laughs> and core is a lot of snowboarding. So I do a lot of agility, a lot of core. You know, you got to have that base strong. So if you do take a fall, you know, you're not going to be broken <laughs> off. You're going to get right. back up because you're strong. Yeah. So I always thought that was really important to have that athletic side. And, so, and now everyone in snowboarding does it. So you were ahead out. of the curve, I a was. pioneer yep. in your sport. We're chatting with Hannah Teeter, yep. who joins us on behalf of the Special Olympics. So with the Winter Olympics coming up again next month, let's talk about your Olympic experience. Obviously, it's the culmination of a career, but you went to more than one Olympic Games. Yeah. What was the experience like? Can you enjoy the process? Do you meet other athletes or do you have to focus on your events? Right. Well, I've been to three, so I'm a veteran now. And I just got I'm first alternate for this one in South Korea. So I might be there, so maybe four. But, I mean, it's just fun to go represent your country. It makes you try super hard because you want to, like, you know, show what we got. And you want to get the medals for the country. So that's always been super, you know, inspirational, just being there. But you want to win. Yeah. Um, when, when it comes to training, you know, I know you said you're from Vermont, but of course, all the beautiful slopes, of course, are in Wyoming, Utah, Colorado, yeah. places like that. What's your favorite place? Because, in, of course, their favorite Super Bowls guys would like to play, you know, like Miami yeah. to New Orleans, to San Diego when it was there. And now, of course, we're having a chance to do it in Minnesota. Where's your favorite place? I moved out to Tahoe 13 years ago, and I am probably never going to leave there because the snow is so good. Yeah. 
and we get so much powder, and the weather's pretty temperate. It's not like freezing cold, and we have the lake. So Tahoe is definitely my favorite spot, and uh, Sierra Tahoe is my home mountain now. Cordell wants to play in that Celebrity Golf Tournament again. Can he hang out with you when yeah. you get to July? Yeah, bring me there. I, uh, we'll, boat, we'll boat into it and then go. Very watch. cool. Cordell, forget about the, the road. You can just hop on the old right. boat right in there on the lake. Oh, wake surf into it. Beautiful. I mean, you have an opportunity to play on a golf course, which is Edgewood, which right. is right down at the bottom. Yes. And being able to see the, the mountains in the backdrop off of the water, I mean, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. And, yeah. of course, going to school in Colorado, you have a chance to, to go out to places like Frisco, Colorado, you know, Telluride, Beaver Creek. Those are nice. All these different, Estes Park, all these different places. Of course, the slopes are bigger where probably where you are. Where? Aspen? Is that where you working out? Uh, well, I'm at Tahoe. You're in Tahoe Our mountains now? are pretty big. Pretty I grew big? up in Vermont. The mountains are tiny there, and then I moved out to Tahoe, and Ooh. they're big there. Unbelievable. You got the full gamut covered. Competed right. around the world and yes. dominated domestically. Okay, we're at a giant mall. I'm very observant. It's big in here. One would think you could buy ice cream. What was your connection with Ben and Jerry's? Oh, well, you know, Vermont is where Ben and Jerry's is from. So they asked me to do a flavor with them. I don't even know when it was, a while ago. And I was going to be the first girl, the first athlete. And me and Jerry picked out the flavor together, Maple Blondie. And it was a top five flavor the first year it was on the shelves. Cool. And then they donated all the money to my charity, Hannah's Gold, and we sponsor a town awesome. in Africa. Uh, so it was a really amazing experience and obviously tasty as well. It was delicious. That's, that's impressive. I mean, I'm not an ice cream guy, but I'm going to have to try that now. <laughs> right. You made it sound really soul. good. Seriously. I want to follow up on the charity. Tell us about the great work you're doing with Hannah's Gold. Yeah, so I started Hannah's Gold after I won the Olympics in Torino. I just grew up always thinking I was obviously so blessed in that if I were to make it big, I would want to do something to help out. So as soon as I got that gold medal, you know, I started selling maple syrup, which is uh, I grew up making maple syrup. So I, I sold maple syrup, and we uh, are equipping a whole village in Kenya, Kirin in Kenya, with clean water, 70,000 people. So it's been a big project, but I went there, you know, a while ago, and just to make sure that I was doing what it was supposed to do, the money, and it was, and it's just lit my fire to keep it going. Outstanding. And you're actively involved with the great people at the Special Olympics. Yes. What should we know about what you're doing, and more importantly, what they're doing? Right. I'm a global ambassador for Special Olympics, which was a huge honor, you know, joining Michelle Kwan, Apollo Ono, Takembe, and just people who I've always looked up to and who have inspired me throughout my life to be, you know, in a movement to change the world for the better. Special Olympics is celebrating 50 years um, of the inclusion of you know, Special Olympics athletes around the world who wouldn't have gotten the chance to participate in sports and be one with you know other kids from their school or community and it's just really the global leader in, in that inclusion yeah i covered their latest grand spectacle in southern california a couple of years ago amazing inspirational really right. the triumph of the the human spirit let's wrap it up with a hard-hitting question you're from vermont we've established that yeah is it cold here i'm from los angeles i'm dying it's pretty chilly okay. here. i just want to get on the record <laughs> it's not warm right no it's not okay. warm at all but we're happy to be here. We are. And we're happy to see you. Yeah. Enjoy your time at the Super Bowl. Thank you. Epic. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart. Live on the NFL on TuneIn. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on. Tune in.